Motor racing is fast, and so is our podcast. All the news and opinion you need in 250 seconds. This is the NCZ Motorsports 250. Welcome to the 2018 Formula One season review show. For the first time in F1 history, the same 20 drivers that showed up for the first race in Australia were driving at the final race in Abu Dhabi. Not only that, but all 20 managed to score, also a first. Now people talk about there being two classes in Formula One, but this year there were three. The top teams, the midfield, and Williams. The British squad had a truly horrendous season. Even with Mercedes power, the FW41 was terrible, and despite the efforts of Lance Stroll and rookie Sergei Sorokin, they qualified at the back all year and trained around, seconds off the pace, only being vaguely competitive a couple of times. Definitely an F grade with major changes being made before next season. Toro Rosso started off fairly competitively. Pierre Gasly took fourth in Bahrain. But when Red Bull Racing announced in June that it would switch to Honda Power for next season, the rest of 2018 became a test session for new engine components. Despite this, they were still faster than Williams by a long way, and Pierre Gasly impressed enough to warrant a promotion. Brendan Hartley, meanwhile, was eaten up and spit out by the program for a second time. They get a C grade. Fred Vasseur's first full season as Sauber principal definitely put the team on an upward trajectory. With increased assistance from Ferrari, the latest spec engine, and the services of Charles Leclerc, the team stormed to its best total points haul since 2013. Although outclassed by his Ferrari-bound teammate in qualifying, Marcus Ericsson did better during the races, but did not do enough to earn himself a seat for next year. A solid B for the Swiss Accrip. Force India started the season, but Racing Point finished it, as Vijay Malia finally relinquished control of the ailing team. Working on a shoestring budget, the team were competitive from the outset, and if their drivers had stopped hitting each other, they could have been challenging for the fourth best team spot. The money finally ran out mid-season, and as part of the takeover deal made with a group led by Lawrence Stroll, the Constructors' Championship points earned were forfeited. Despite a lack of development during the season, Sergio Perez and Esteban Ocon scored almost as many points in the last nine races as they had in the prior 12, pushing them back into seventh in the team standings. Definitely an A-grade, as well as the best with the least award. McLaren thought they were making a step forward by dumping Honda in favour of Renault. Things seemed promising with points finishes in the first five races. But then things went south very quickly as development brought unreliability and no performance increases. Fernando Alonso wrung every last tenth out of the car, but managed just four points finishes in the remaining 16 races, while poor Stoffel van Dorn managed only one. Little wonder neither are returning. A sad D for the proud British team. Haas had their most successful season in Formula One, despite an awful start to the season by Romain Grosjean. It wasn't until round nine in Austria when he finally managed to score points with a fourth place finish. While teammate Kevin Magnussen was much more consistent, he had several run-ins with other drivers, 
and definitely didn't make too many new friends in the pit lane. Overall, a B grade for the American team. Renault claimed the best of the rest title more by virtue of consistency than outright speed. On only four occasions did they fail to earn points at a race, though fifth would be as high as Nico Hülkenberg or Carlos Sainz would manage to finish all season. It was a definite improvement over 2017, but felt like they could have been a lot closer to the big three. So it's a C for the French team. Red Bull managed to win four races during the season, but were never really a championship contender. Reliability was their Achilles heel, especially the Renault engine, or at least its packaging, which led to Max Verstappen retiring four times and poor Daniel Ricciardo a stunning eight times. Great driving by both salvaged the team's season, particularly in China, Monaco and Mexico, but it could have been so much better. The Anglo-Austrian outfit only warrant a B grade. Ferrari bolted out of the starting gate by winning the first two races, but it was followed by a series of errors by both team and drivers that allowed the championship to swing back in favour of their rivals. Kimi Raikkonen was often used as a hare, and sometimes a tortoise, to help his teammate, which meant he was seldom in a position to win. Except at the US Grand Prix, where he took a very popular victory. Sebastian Vettel, on the other hand, threw away several potential wins by making unforced errors or being overly aggressive at times. The Scuderia had probably the best car in the field, but wasted the opportunity to take advantage of it. They warrant just a B grade too. Finally, Mercedes. It took the team a couple of races to really understand the 2018 car, but once they did, the only blot on their copybook was the double retirement in Austria. Valtteri Bottas scored a record seven second place finishes without a win, an accolade he no doubt doesn't want. He was robbed of victory in Azerbaijan, and his performance notably tailed off once the titles were settled. Lewis Hamilton wrapped up the driver's title in Mexico, then finished the season with two more wins, giving him a total of 11 for the season, as well as six more podium finishes. His mental toughness had as much to do with his fifth title as his outright speed, which, when combined with the support of his entire team, proved to be unstoppable. The Brackley boys get an A. So that's it for our 2018 season review. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we look forward to bringing you more shows in 2019. Until then, bye-bye.